Das Hello, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to the Autopod Decepticast. This is your weekly podcast that delivers a minute-by-minute breakdown of the 1986 Transformers movie, and this is episode 79. So we are covering the one-hour, 18-minute, one-second to the one-hour, 19-minute mark. And uh, I'm your host, Aaron, and uh, I have to confess something to you, gentlemen. Oh. Oh, God. I always think of you inside my private thoughts. I can imagine you touching my private parts. With just the thought of you, I can't help but touch myself. That's why I (laughs) want you so bad. Gentlemen, who are you and what 90s R&B jam am I referring to? Uh, I'm Ryan, but it's a music reference, so... You were all over that cold-hearted snake a few weeks ago. It's true, but because it made me come. Uh, well, this one should have. Is this... You I missed touch, out on a real is opportunity. Is this I touch myself? No. Oh. Caleb, that's I, I, that's what I thought it was. Oh, I'll give you one more hint for who are you first. I said I was Ryan. Oh, did you say? And you just called me Caleb. All right. <laughs> oh, we Caleb. covered it! Uh, okay. Chorus hint. Ooh, I get so high when I'm around you, baby. I can touch the sky. You make my temperature rise. This You're making me high. Baby, 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 baby. Nothing. Okay. Well. This sounds like it was written by like an AI where you just like you feed information into <laughs> it's a computer. A lyric it's like, yeah, just, what, what, just auto, spit yeah. out generic lyrics. Well, it was written by uh, Babyface, but it was not performed by Babyface. It was uh, performed by... Adult Face. Oh. It was performed by the amazing Tony Braxton. Oh, I love Tony Braxton. Uh, This song was a... uh, Her first, I want to say, number one uh, single. Yes, her first number one single on the Hot 100. Oh, baby, baby, baby. Earned a Grammy for Best... Female R and B performance, and has this fucking amazing video, which I, I mean, mean, she's gorgeous. Oh my god! Uh, so I mean, uh, so not only is this a solid mid-tempo R and B jam, uh, the video is classic. So you've got to- obviously Tony's sexy voice, also. Absolutely. Oh my god, I can't like just listening to this song is giving me the chills. Just hearing that beat. Ryan's looking at the floor right now. <laughs> <laughs> So, Yo, Tony, tonight's the night. The game is at your place this time. Call us. Peace. So, I'm going to break this down just a little bit. Welcome back to uh, everybody's new favorite Autopod Decepticast segment, 90s Divas Who exactly. Shaped Our Adolescence. Uh, but okay, mm. so the video. Uh, you've got Tony in a cat suit dancing on some kind of pedestal and yep. wearing a wig. Uh You've got, the, but so that's the fantasy world. Then you've yes. got, I guess, the real world Question where, mark. <laughs> where Tony Braxton oh, and shit. her three best friends, who are uh, Pam Tucker, uh, 
Vivica A. Fox and Rick? Tisha Campbell. Holy shit! Uh, and Pam Tucker. Uh, I didn't remember her. I heard she looked familiar. She was on the Cosby Show. She was on the later seasons of the Cosby Show. Okay. Uh, so they're hanging out in a very '90s chic apartment and, and with, an, with a private and, elevator. And apparently, the elevator goes right to their room. That's a thing. I, uh, <laughs> it actually. It is a thing. I, yeah, I know. I know. Yeah, okay. Oh, I forget. You've dealt with rich people. In I your have. Life. He's been this stripper who comes yeah. up apparently <laughs> out of the elevator. Yeah. So yeah. So, so basically, uh, yeah, they're in this elevator. Or, I'm sorry. This elevator has access to their room, and these women are uh, essentially judging various men who come up. <laughs> And uh, per- perform some quick routine for them, <laughs> and they use playing cards to uh, express their feelings about the men, and then the men just go yeah, on. They go away, yeah, they go away, and then Tony Braxton dances some more on a pedestal in her amazing cat suit. God, so awesome. <laughs> And uh, let's see who else we got coming up. We got oh, you know he's going to get high score. Let me tell you what your your chances of getting a high score in this competition are directly related to how tight your abs are. Sure, I'm sure. I'm sure. How many times did you watch this? Oh, I've watched this video so many times. <laughs> this is one of my favorite videos as a kid. And this this pizza boy here, you got to pay attention to him because he's got oh. great eyebrows. He got a ten. Yeah. But, you know, he's still going away. But, but you know, she's like, what's going on, guys? Oh, and they're, they're like, they throw the cards at her. They distract her. Well, I'm going to just spoil it for you. Okay. He, he's going to come back. Uh-huh. In the meantime, though, she's going to fantasize about him. And uh, it, in this fantasy segment, uh, they are in a bathtub filled with cotton candy on a dance, in like a dance club. Nice. Ew. No, that's gross. <laughs> like it's, ugh, I don't. I'm not into that at all. Yeah, <laughs> I don't want food involved in my sex. And actually, I should say that 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 gentleman who is in this video with her, he was dating Tony Braxton uh, at the time. His name is Bryce Wilson. Got it. And he actually co-wrote and produced the song with Babyface. So way to go, Bryce. Man. I know. I know. I wonder if he was like, look, I got this oh. song, but you got to make me the main love interest. Tisha Campbell is chewing up the scenery in this. Oh, yeah. Yeah. She's, she's a great comic actress. Great. I yeah. do I do like her. West and I started watching Martin. Uh, like, oh, there he is. Oh, he's back. He's, he's, I just, I just he's like got, to go out on a date with you, girl. Street, he's got street clothes on. <laughs> hey, he's... He's gonna go take her downstairs, and they're gonna get back in his pizza. Delivery. Also, though, yeah, he's a pizza. <laughs> That's right, I, forgot. I mean, I guess See, she would never go with him. That's what I was gonna say. I'm like, I guess <laughs> I maybe mean, if she... you're just into dating for fun, I, like, but maybe... you're not. He's not gonna be your oh, they're, boyfriend. They're just gonna go. They're just gonna go ball. <laughs> yeah, he's gonna... just gonna. She's just gonna fuck him. Yeah. and it's like, and I think he you smell like that. sausage. Later. <laughs> He shows up in his busted, like, two-door Civic with the hatchback. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. You can't even fuck in that car. No. So many pizza boxes in the back of that hatchback. All right, well, I'm sorry that you guys... That was uh, awesome. Do you guys no. not have a recollection of that oh, video or that song rec- at all? Yeah. I, that song, like, the concept, I always thought the, the concept, song was good. Yeah. The video is an amazing uh, video, great. honestly. Yeah, I remember that video. video. I vaguely recall it, but I couldn't jerk off to that video, so I don't what? have a memory. How it. could you not? 
Again, cotton candy in a bathtub. Stop. He's so weird. (laughs) (laughs) He's so weird. It's got something for everybody. It's got all the pecs, all the abs, and it's got Tony Braxton in a cat suit. I feel like I... You like... So you like all the pecs and abs in the video, I need it to be dirty. (laughs) And Tony Braxton I need it to be dirtier. It's so romantic. I'm like, I can't... That doesn't... That's not going to get me hard. Have you ever had sex in an elevator? (laughs) Of course not. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know why I said it like that. <laughs> no, I I I have not had sex, had sex in, in elevator. public with an. Oh no, that's I've not had, true. What do you mean in public? What you have in public in an elevator? No, oh, I, I thought that's what you were saying. I had sex in the ocean once. Oh, I had sex. Yeah, in, that's not a good idea because you can yeah, get fused together because of suction. Oh yeah, I had sex in a lake once, and that was just gross. <laughs> that's even gross. Why are you doing ocean? Did you take, that's way did grosser. You, did no, you I'm, take antibiotics yeah, after? Yeah. <laughs> Definitely. No, I'm I'm not saying that was cool or anything. <laughs> well, if you would like to have sex with a member of the Autopod Decepticast in an elevator, we will be at TFCon 2018. <laughs> Breaking news. Dateline. Transformers. Good evening, Mr. and Mrs. America and all the ships at sea. The Autopod Decepticast has news. Let's go to press. <laughs> And not only will we be there, we will be hosting our very own event yeah. slash platform. Or what, what are we calling this thing? I'm calling it a folly. It's going to be mental. I like folly. Movie <laughs> moments. It is probably going to be a folly. Apod decast follies. Yeah. We're going to revisit uh, some of the most memorable, questionable moments from the movie. And uh, talking about some script deviations, playing some games with the audience. It'll, uh, we're looking at Sunday the 28th. We've got uh, we got merch too. We got merch. Yep. We're probably gonna be trying to sell that in the elevator because <laughs> <laughs> we don't We're know. Gonna be in it we all might day. know at this. We might know at this point that you're listening to this, but at this point, right. recording it, we're, recording we're not it. really sure. How Spoiler we're alert! Sell. We're recording this on September first. This thing is going to be broadcast probably on the twenty third of so September. Right, ladies and gentlemen, right before the uh, screening. theatrical yeah. first screening of Transformers movie. Oh, what another great transition! Yeah. That is great. Well, and we'll all be there for that. Yeah, as, and I'm sure that a lot of our listeners are going to go see that as well, and we're all excited, and what a wonderful thing. 7 o'clock. <laughs> what a wonderful thing. <laughs> 7 o'clock Central. I never saw it in the theater. I haven't either. No, I didn't either. So... This is actually going to be, like, very appropriate for this whole thing. It's we're not, like it was destiny. Yeah. We're not like those, like, those spoiled kids like Mike Seibert who saw it twice in the theater. Yeah. Hi, I'm Mike Seibert. I've seen the movie a bunch. Shots fired at (laughs) someone who's nothing but good to us. I know. He's so nice. So he's going uh, to be hanging out with us. Yep. The, by the way, you maybe should, you should just you should just do that impression of him all the time <laughs> around him. I'm Mike Seibert. Hi, I'm Mike Seibert. Hi, I'm a really nice person. <laughs> Want to hang out in the elevator with me? <laughs> I'm promoting this podcast that is much less popular than mine. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> TFCon, uh, October 26th through 28th. Uh, we'll be hanging out with Mike mm-hmm. Seibert. He's going to be playing some roles in our I think so. show, as I understand I, it. I really, I really, I really think so. So it's going to be a lot of fun, and uh, we'll see you then. So let's get into the last episode recap. 
All Hades is breaking loose on planet Unicron. We've got a fully open matrix sizzling <laughs> up his intestinal tract. We've got every stalagmite, every stalactite exploding with vaginal ejaculate. We've yeah. got Unicron's multi-monitored mental media center what? rupturing before our very eyes. We've got energy, flame, plasma, birthing force... For birthing... Birthing? Birthing forth. Bursting forth from every conceivable crevasse. And all the Autobots are saying uh, Vamoose Fish Moose as uh, Unicron literally tears himself apart. And just as our disconnected team rejoins, Rodimus Prime shows up on the scene to inspire and invigorate the team. Absolutely. And so that takes us to the top of the minute here with Rodimus Prime striking a, uh, a an awesome pose. Mm-hmm. Right before he uh, transforms here. God, and I think this is where you talked about on a couple episodes before uh, about where he gruffs up his voice a little yeah. bit. Yeah. Uh, yeah. He, uh, what does he say? Autobots, Autobots transform, transform and roll out. Yeah. That's a, uh, this guy's peacocking as a motherfucker. It's a, <laughs> it sounds like. It's it, nice, nice work by Judd, you know. Yeah. I don't think it is. Or nice butt job by Wally Burr, who was like, Judd, could you roughen that up a little bit? Right. I feel like it sounds like a kid trying to play his dad on the phone. No, I don't think so. <laughs> Let's listen to what this. A, that's a pretty cool reference there. <laughs> <laughs> that's a cool analogy. Autobots, transform and robot. I guess I kind of get it. I don't think it's all that bad. It's fine. I think just coming off like the voice that that the voice actor who does him in season three, it just it, it's so anach- like anachronistic to me. If I remember correctly, that is Jack Angel. I feel like Judd Nelson, and to his credit, is such a is doing a good job at being an adolescent quote unquote like transformer. That to hear his voice coming out of who we're now supposed to be viewing as the leader, it feels weird, and it just yeah. it doesn't sound right. To it's me. a little forced, is what you're saying. Yeah, it just seems forced and and not good. <laughs> not quite All right. good. All right. Um, no, I'm sorry, I was confused. Jack Angel did Ultra Magnus. Ah. I can't remember who did Hardest Rhyme. Okay, well anyway, and there's no way to find out. So it's no never. Because uh, we've got a show to run here, guys. So uh, he strikes a stellar pose, and then he transforms into a, a car version mm-hmm. of himself that has a fucking trailer. Truck How about version. that? I think we, uh, I guess you'd call it a truck version. He still is the car. He's just jammed under. Into a, it looks like to me an like. RV. Yeah, it's that's how I always thought of it as a kid, too. Yeah, like an RV that's on top of a like car. A, it's like a Winnebago. And I, I, I rewound and played this a couple of times to try to figure out the transformation. I mean, obviously, they just cheat it, mm-hmm. where uh, he turn, he has all this junk inside his trunk but like um there is a toy oh, wow. if it not... does flop out of nowhere yeah it's not like optimus where the where the the trailer comes out of the mm-hmm. the pocket universe or uh hammer space is actually another word for it or a bag of holding um but that's uh, that's tf uh, nomenclature no this is uh t- another tv tropes nomenclature okay, hammer right. space is basically like it comes from anime it's a fan created uh, term where you pull like Ill- illogically large weapons out of nowhere mm-hmm. or, or objects that come out of like 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 Op- optimus prime's trailer that always comes out of nowhere um 
So, but yeah, the, and you, uh, which which version is that? The toy that Aaron just brought down of uh, Rodimus Prime. So this is the uh, DX9 Carry, and I think where you were going with this. This mm -hmm. is a a masterpiece styled Rodimus Prime, and yes, it's actually pretty amazing. His whole uh, trailer is folded up into this mess here. Like, I like it's uh, uh, they've managed to like it's a amazing yeah. work of engineering. The, the flame, the uh, the the flames on the back side are nice because they're not really printed on; they're like cut in. Mm -hmm. You know, they're so yeah, it's very cool. So yeah, it is inspired by the Studio Ox interpretation of uh, Rodimus Prime. Mm. So that's why it's got extra detailing on it that we don't see, and that version also was known for having these gigantic wings. But in practice, yeah. these gigantic wings become like the side of the trailer, as you can tell yeah, when you flip it around sense. here. But honestly, this is actually, I've only transformed it once, but it was a fun, intuitive, just well-designed uh, piece it, of work here. For the way it looks and the fact that that whole trailer is com compacted in there, it's really good. Like, it yeah. looks really great. Yeah, it's pretty amazing. So um, at this point, uh, we see Daniel and Spike hop in to Rodimus Prime. Those Which is seats weird. looked a little too big for them, but uh, <laughs> that doesn't matter. Um, it's also again, you guys can be cars, right? Right. And it, let's and we, finally, think, and it, yeah, no kidding. And and we can also recollect that uh, I think from last episode that uh, Rodimus is running up this sort of hallway. Oh, yeah. What was the movie trope? Uh, outrun the fireball. Outrun the fireball. So he's doing an outrrun the fireball routine, right. but it just it's never just pays stop. off. No, he stops. It's it coming out. There's even a sound effect though. Mm -hmm. If we've got the sound off right now, but there, it's it, you hear this, yeah. and then he just transforms, and everybody hops into him, and then we have a conversation for a minute or so here, and then everybody starts to sure. shove off. So uh, Cup so transforms cool. into his signature yeah. pickup. So, you know, what, what's he say? He's like, Yo. I knew you had potential, lad. Mm -hmm. After all that turbo revving and you missed a part shit, yeah. he's riding on Hot Rod's dick now. Yeah, it's easy. Yeah, it's easy. <laughs> it's like, yeah, it's like, of course, he's like, yeah, I knew you had potential. <laughs> That's right. Remember uh, me in your administration. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so um, then you've got RC transforming and rollout. There's a. It's uh, a bad. There's a. There's a lot of. Everybody's stuff transformation. I feel in this is good except RC's is. Garbage. So let's talk about it because we've talked a lot about RC, what she meant to us as little boys, and maybe the, the mm. bigger picture. I don't recall talking about that, but okay. <laughs> well, she meant nothing to me. <laughs> <laughs> but basically, they cram her head down into her back, then they enlarge her chest dramatically. But the most yeah. amazing thing is they blow up her thighs. Yeah, that's like the a weird part. That's like yeah, that's very strange. And, and then she just kind of flops to the ground <laughs> it's, in car mode. It's terrible. It's terrible. <laughs> I didn't notice that before. That's really funny. Yeah, that, that hot rod is unnecessarily large there. I will agree eh, with you after seeing I that think again. it's fine. Like, trucks are big. Yeah, but if you compare that to the size of those people, that truck is like 20 feet wide. Yeah. 20 feet. <laughs> like everybody else transforms normally. Like Jazz transforms like he transforms, Cliff Jumper, Bumblebee. And then the, like RC, they're just like, I don't know, make her fucking yeah. ass. We'll never really make big. a toy out of this girl character right. anyway. Fuck. I don't think that's, I don't know if that's necessarily the conceit, but it's quite, it's fucking weird. Yeah. 
So, as you alluded to, you got Jazz, Cliffjumper, Bumblebee. They transform and roll out. Springer, for whatever reason, decides helicopter mode is the Absolutely. appropriate. He's like, uh, I don't recognize your authority. It doesn't even make... like Obviously, car mode is the right play here, but... Uh, it's true. The, there's nothing but more dangerous if you're a helicopter, because we see debris falling... And right. you're flying through a tiny corridor, mm-hmm. so you're just being an obstinate person. Yep, yep. But that's Springer. Oh, just you Indiana Harrison Jones. Ford to the end. Absolutely. <laughs> so and Harrison Ford is a helicopter pilot. That's right. Was was he driving a, a helicopter or a plane when he crashed into a golf course and almost died? That I don't know. Do you remember that happening? It was a couple You're, of years ago. I oh, I him. thought you were thinking of Howard Hughes. Uh, I did not confuse those two. <laughs> uh, Harrison Ford was flying a... God, I don't want to go down a rabbit hole too much here. I know, I know. We got, we're, we're doing fine. All right. Uh, I almost typed in the word rabbit hole, though. Thanks for that. Harrison Ford... Helicopter... Crash? Crash? Plane crashes. It was a plane uh-huh, crash uh-huh. in 2016. It has been confirmed. It was fo- a plane. There's footage of it? I don't know. I doubt it. But it, oh, it shows him wrongly flying over wherever he was supposed to be flying. What I guess. the fuck? Uh, but yeah, he, he. Okay, here it is. He crash landed uh, at a uh, in Santa Monica, California, on this golf course, <laughs> like uh, Howard Hughes did. Absolutely. Wow. <laughs> Howard Hughes also crashed in a uh, uh, beet field. He clipped I've the, recently watched The Aviator. <laughs> he clipped the top of a tree before landing. Or was it Howard Hughes that landed in a golf course? Or was it those FBI agents in, in Casino? casino? <laughs> <laughs> Which I, was, I have seen I recently. I recently watched that too. <laughs> <laughs> it, was on, it was on TV. Anyway. I may be conflating the two. <laughs> <laughs> There's lots of airplanes landing on golf courses. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, okay, so uh, everybody together. Together again. Absolutely, and this is so stupid. Taking off down this hallway, uh, we see some nondescript unicronian <coughs> organ. I guess uh, it looks like to... a claw, but his hands didn't look no, like that. No, this bugged me forever. East. Do you know still, what it is? No, I still think it's his hand. I think so too. I think in. it's just a bat. I think it's an animation error. Yeah. I think it's supposed to be a finger. I guess. I think it's like a fingernail, but, like a claw. But everything we've ever seen of him like had no I understand. claws. I have seen interpretations of him that do have claws. Yes, absolutely. But this was not one until not in now. the movie. I don't know uh, why they decided to include that in there, but that's it's weird. I think that's what it is. Like he's reached inside, and I think it, it goes back to that right, whole yeah, deal. The deviation but, where but the it's, hand it's is just, chasing them. It's just poor continuity. And they're yeah. like, it makes more sense to have it come out of the ceiling than have it coming down that hallway. You should have it coming up the hallway. <laughs> the way you describe it is, you should be coming up the hallway. Also, can you imagine being able to feel that in your body? Like you know so much about your body, like you can right. follow things through right. it. That is literally. That's probably like if I could reach into my body and pull out a virus. Yeah, so. or just like wow. a piece of food you can follow through your intestines. Uh, Let's think about that for <laughs> way dwell. too long. So everybody's taken off, and uh, they must be relatively close to the head at this point, because in the very next scene, they smash right through the chaos. They ramp off of nothing. Other eye. This other, this other eye. Okay, and, I'm glad you paused it here. Wee. Yes, we're at one hour, 18 minutes, and 33 seconds, where you see on the right-hand side, after they come out of Unicron, mm-hmm. really screen-inaccurate drawings yeah, of right. the Transformers like, like. ramping off the off of the screen, free-falling out of frame, and it is ridiculous. And also, I would I mean, I don't... I can't. 
I don't even know what they're far away. But that definitely looks like it's supposed to be Ultra Magnus in opposite colors. Like I don't. Yeah, it's weird. It's really weird. But Ultra Magnus isn't even around. No, exactly. No, I mean I don't. It's just all. I guess it's supposed to be Rodimus, and it's colored like Ultra Magnus. Yes. Yeah, I think that's what's happened. They just didn't know. It's very insane. They didn't know. So here's something I noticed. And I've looked this up. I can't find that anybody else has talked about this. This is an APDC exclusive. I think that uh, I'll I'll give credit to the team here, although uh, I'm the one presenting it to you. (laughs) Uh, (laughs) But, okay, so look what I, they crack, like, when they're driving, 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 driving. Mm -hmm. That is clearly a left eye. Uh, oh, yes. yes. Is it not? Right. Yes. It absolutely uh, That is. would be the eye they flew in on and Correct. smashed. It absolutely is. But then they're going to come through here and smash out uh, the right oh, eye. Oh, shit. I've, I've tried to find other people that have commented on that error. You got it. That's a definite continuity. Guys, we got it. Have, you heard it we here. own this. We, Anybody yeah. that says it after this? Yeah. Owes us a dollar. Yeah. Actually, we just know. and that is contractual yeah. and and binding by the watching this movie and commenting on it yes. by the rules of the podcasting internet. Yes, actually, I've copyrighted it so that nobody can actually talk about this movie publicly without licensing. That's Excellent. awesome from us. Awesome. Yeah. So, so uh, fair yeah. use is just gone. Here comes yep. the money. <laughs> 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 By the way, did we mention our uh, ABDC shop is going to be up yeah, and running yeah. at some point? <laughs> buy stuff. So uh, they crash the eye, uh, and uh, Unicron is uh, seemingly uncontrollable at this part. He's unleashing one of his eye beams <sighs> from that as yeah, our mouths float off he's the side. A hot mess. There's smoke billowing out of his body in another what I'll call problematic uh, scale moment here. Yeah. He's kind of dangling in front of Cybertron, which is now much, much, much larger than him in a way that we haven't in seen a ridiculous before. Way, yeah. Maybe he's um, just really far away from it. No, down. that would make it smaller. <laughs> that's, that's, true. that's true. Uh, beams of this unholy light are burning holes through his body. Uh, we move in a little bit uh, more closely as Unicron turns facing the camera, and then he's pushed by some unseen monsoon, divine wind, if you will, uh, away from the camera. (laughs) That's right. So we can see his full body now, and uh, he utters his final Mm -hmm. iconic line. You should deliver that line. Okay, let me try it. I don't know if I got the cadence down. You can do this. All right. Destiny, you cannot destroy my... Destiny! (laughs) (laughs) Well done, sir. First of all, Orson Welles milked the fuck out of that Oh, yeah. He (laughs) made a meal out of that line. That is his best delivery this entire movie. If anybody's good at making meals, (laughs) that's right. And so, uh, second of all... uh, he shouldn't be talking. We saw his brain explode in the last episode. You've got to give Orson Welles it's a true. line. I do, li- I do like else. this line, though. Yeah, I know. It's I a good like line. it. I'm glad it's in here. It's an iconic line. It might even be my iconic moment. I'm not sure, but... But uh, but really, he it's be gonna talking. be it's gonna he be, be like it's it's the last line that he ever had. Oh, on celluloid. Whoa! This that was the end. That's a weird thing to think about. And I just. I hope I did it justice, Ghost of Orson Wells. Why didn't he ever join us on this journey? I think every time Caleb did his like chomping and smacking yeah, routine, much, might have yeah. been. 
<laughs> okay, we have legend never. Orson Welles. <laughs> yeah, wow, it would have been a good one, but we just, we just it didn't work. So right at the fifty second mark here, mm-hmm. Unicron's head just pops off his body. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it just does. Yep, flies. It comes flying at the screen. Comes in heavily in season three, <laughs> which is kind of funny. Uh, and then right after that, his body sort of hangs. It swells. It's not a great explosion. It glows. I do like the idea of what they're doing about how everything sizzles up. And actually, I don't hate the I don't hate it itself. Either. I just don't like this. Illust- I feel like this illustration is not that clean. But that's fine. Whatever. Um, so, but then, yeah, that so uh, crazy unleashing of explosive energy so, starts out of his like kidney, I guess. <laughs> Maybe that's where the matrix was opened up. Oh, Maybe so. and so that's where like the main explosive energy. Is. Also, how did the Autobots get down to Cybertron? Did they just fly? They flew. They just like I saw that floated down. They flew out of there in car mode. Yeah, yeah, that's a thing. Do. They're just able they to be, can like, do now. That you, yeah. Mm, great. It's easy. Great. Okay. Are we asking how the Autobots flew down to their planet out of the giant robot? Yeah, it's yeah, okay. it's a weird detail. Yeah. We're yeah. like they're just there. I didn't crash. All of a or sudden, anything. I am not sold on this movie. Yeah, I should say that. that, that is oh, we're... you guys are giving me shit about picking this movie apart. Okay, great. <laughs> So, so Unicron explodes uh, with all kinds of circuitry and debris and smoke and flame and plasma and smoke and debris and flame and circuitry. And that takes us right to the end of our minute. Pretty clean cut. Yeah, nice, Another nice, clean cut. Just shot of space. Mm-hmm. That's right. Well, that shot of space lasts for like a second. And then yeah. we're like, right in we Grimlock's see. ass. Mm-hmm. Oh, that, all that Grimlock ass. And really ass. Right. Look at my behind. So, <laughs> the, uh, so yeah, guys, we've got 45 seconds of the movie that's what, screen time left. That's something I noticed last night when I was watching these three episodes that we were going to record. I'm like, wow, this movie is really fucking short. Like, there's literally less than one hour and 20 minutes of on-screen animation. Like, it's a very short film. It's like three episodes yeah. of the show. Thank God. <laughs> I'm kidding. Well, three. Are well, you though? It's less I'm, than I three. Am. Well, I guess no. It probably is three literal, like twenty minutes. Yeah, minutes, about twenty-two minutes. Okay, gotcha. Or, it is a short movie, but I mean, I mean, for I think for a production like this, it's based on a cartoon on television. It's probably not. Yes, and for the time. It's I've, I've always, not gonna, I've always thought know, not, not being. I'm not that surprised, really. I've just always thought not being able to even just limp to the hour to the ninety-minute mark. Like, what are you doing with your life, movie? <laughs> Well, I'll tell you what we're doing. We're selling fucking toys here. What the fucking toys we're going (laughs) to sell? Oh, my God. (laughs) So, uh, you know, this is the part of the episode where we typically get into those. (laughs) So, uh, this is Aaron speaking, and uh, typically I go first because my... And foremost. And my deviations are a little more... Recent script to it's a little closer into what we see on screen. Ryan's is a very early draft and is generally nuts. Yeah, but ride, ride the snake. To but the lake. <laughs> this one may give his a run for Ooh, his money. Oh shit. And actually, nope, it won't because oh. <laughs> because it's just a rehashing of what I talked about last time. Oh. Uh, you'll recall. I, I, maybe I've got some addendums. Sorry. It, this does. Well, this, I, think, I think I'm on medication. That's wrong. I don't know. I where really it. am on medication. I know. <laughs> 
The last time you'll recall, in my version, everyone regroups and transforms and the humans hop in what I assume is jazz, but it doesn't really say and they race up a tunnel. This is before Hot Rod is regrouped with them. Okay. And Unicron's hand is chasing them through this tunnel. <laughs> yes. Right. Uh, we I referred forgot. to that last time. Yes, yes. So Unicron's hand is chasing them up this tunnel. Uh, the script describes him pulling apart what we know must be pieces of his brain. So they get to the head. He's pulling apart his brain. They come to a dead end, which is the back of Unicron's good eye. The hand is still coming after them. And this is when ha- Rodimus shows up. Quote, an unbelievably fast and powerful robot races towards the Autobots. And everybody's like, yeah. And then it makes a note that he transforms into truck mode. And then the other Autobots also transform and Daniel and Spike jump into him. So they were in vehicle mode, being chased by this hand. They get up to behind the eyeball. I guess re-transform into robot mode, and then Daniel and Spike are like, we want to ride with you now! In the same way my youngest stepdaughter is like, if I'm in two cars, she always is like, I'm going to ride with mom! Yeah, okay. You're a horrible person. Because it's it's her mother? Yeah. It doesn't mean I I can't take it That is upsetting to you, yeah. (laughs) And so anyway... uh, uh, so they wanna, jump into him, and then wanna, we all. If you want to, if you want to, if you want to, like, like switch it up on her, you'd be like, "No, I want to ride with mom." And you get in the car, and you give her the keys, <laughs> and, and just being, walk away. <laughs> yeah, see what she does. All right. So, uh, and then basically everything else that plays out how we saw it on screen. Um, I do like this one uh, bit of uh, script language. The energy that kills Unicron is referred to as the quote Autobot essence. Okay. Bathed, which is both stimulating bathed, and a good name for cologne. And as we said, that was, that's bathed, what I thought bathed, of too. Bathed in the Matrix essence. I mean, is that what it, or was it? What was it called earlier? Like, oh, did you say that? Yeah, uh, yeah. Just deviation. basically, just Matrix energy. Bathed, yeah. bathed. I took a bath in Matrix Matrix energy, and then I. My uh, skin is so much softer. Yeah, and then I, and then I exfoliated then I, with Autobot made, with Autobot <laughs> essence. Whatever. Go ahead. Whatever. <laughs> That sounds like what Cup was pulling out of his crotch. Yeah, auto, Autobot Essence. It's Autobot Essence, Rod. Yeah. Bah, we've got now. Uh, we've... <laughs> All right. All right. I'm not taking this anywhere. Okay, so we are inside in Jester, and he is, um, as last episode, he is writhing and being destroyed uh, by the, uh, the spark that is Optimus. And... Hot Rod or uh, Rodimus Prime inside Ingester's stomach cavity as debris rains all around him and he straightens up to fly off, pausing as he hears moaning and cries for help from a great distance and looks up to the moons of Cybertron as they spin and shake and webbing near the top corner of the vast stomach cavern. Like they're in whole pieces, they've been ground it, down. No, to it must be. It must be. Chunks. It must be a very big cavern. Absolutely, <laughs> and he says the third and fifth moons of Cybertron, which is spelled. T H R I D. So he's he's all he's so he's so bad. He's in so much drunk. Um, and then Hot Rod flies toward the moons. Well, apparently, the Autobots can fly now. So he flies toward the moons. Beyond the moons, we see the fabric of Jester's body swell uh, shell is torn, showing white light and space around it. 
Must free those moons before it's too late. Oh, I see. Now they've, they've got to get these moons freed mm-hmm. up. Absolutely. It's that last minute, 90 seconds till everything explodes. Got it. There's probably get, a trope behind that. Get those moons out of here. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So uh, we <laughs> basically hot rod. I mean, it doesn't matter. He frees the moons. It's, <laughs> it doesn't make any difference how. But how does he like... Get a sword and cut right, webbing from how. all around the he, hundreds of miles of he, diameter of he, what these moves are. Does he put a, push him out of Unicron's butthole? <laughs> yeah. I don't know why I thought, thought that was funny. <laughs> I mean, crude. I mean, yeah, crude, sorry. <laughs> Grow up. Yeah, sorry. Come on. <laughs> sorry, guys. Uh, okay, well, he's... <laughs> He, uh, as he flies toward the fabric of Ingester's body, well, where the corner remains intact, holding moons inside, preventing their escape through the tears in the fabric. Ha- uh, Rodimus Prime aims his blaster jets, whatever those are, at that holding corner, melting it, tearing it. So, hope that paid off for everybody. <laughs> um, and he breaks through the corner of the that fabric. not satisfying. No, I know. All right. He breaks through the corner of the fabric of Ingester's body. Shell explodes, hurling the moons, moons outward. The moons sweep um, out and then are caught and pulled back into orbit, which is not convenient. possible, really. Uh, you even wrote, okay, so that's not so... Impossible. So that's just so impossible. Oh, yeah, that's just so impossible. Uh, Ultra Magnus, the moons and the uh, the moons and the Autobots on they no no, no. The, he says the moon and the Autobots on the are saved. He's obviously <laughs> sleep deprived at this point. <laughs> it's, he's like I'm so close to the end. Yeah. <laughs> Go Friedman. Ingester, as he suddenly glows white all over, smoke and vibration shaking the heavens, body parts disintegrating. Optimus Prime voiceover. So shall all evil end. Farewell. Farewell. All right. Uh, Optimus Prime's glowing, and now enormous life spark image shimmers out of a swollen, writhing ingester and dissipates into a rainbow expanding effect, which dissolves, and then another angle on ingester as he incinerates and explodes in a blinding flash thing. The silently burnt out shell of a carcass sailing silently in space. I don't hate the Optimus Prime destruction of him but again we take it away from rodimus like he did nothing oh so it was uh, i couldn't i guess i didn't pick that up like that so optimus prime's literal spark is the thing that destroys unicron yeah and i'm trying to remember going back did uh, was there any talk of a a transformation of hot rod into rodimus there was yeah, he becomes a more mature version of him. Gotcha. But, but he doesn't put... The, does he put that little Optimus inside of himself? No. No. <laughs> and then it. there's... That would have been awesome. No, basically he's, uh, like, saved by Jazz and Cliffjumper, and then um, Optimus kills Unicron. And, so. and I'm assuming that... Well, maybe we'll find out next episode that that ended... Uh, that's Did that snuff Optimus's life spark? Is that what we're to believe? It'd be nice if we knew any more about it. excellent Uh, it kind of just ends spoilers the ending is very unsatisfying we're almost how many pages away are you I think we're like two pages left now's about the time we summon our old friend (laughs) (laughs) so Ryan what's your iconic moment um Let's see, what did I write down? <laughs> oh, I really do like the Rodimus transformation reveal and stuff and all that. Like, whenever he's revealed to the group, like when Daniel sees him and everything, and the rest of them, like, like uh, they, they see him. But I think I I think the Destiny line is mine. I, I, 
as a last line, it's really good. Yeah. It's solid. And, uh, it's, and he does deliver it. Yeah, it's delivered. It seems and, active. And what yeah. a last line it is. It's the last line of Orson Welles' career. Absolutely. And his life. He never said another word ever. <laughs> He's like, I've done all I can do. <laughs> this is the pinnacle. I do think we should make a t-shirt out of that thing that you made or do something yeah. with You do seem that to like image. that. That's a great picture. Maybe, maybe just me. Yeah, I don't uh, care for it. Well, fuck you. All right. Uh, Caleb. Iconic moment, I would say. Yeah, I'll go ahead and play the minute so you can yeah, so, kind of mm, take your Let me pick think about here. this a second. You got oh. two minutes before your heart out. Yeah. I like where Spike and Daniel get into <laughs> I like the part like where RC's thighs get all big. I did not notice that you said that. It's so I, weird. Them, I say them crashing out of his eyeball is a very iconic moment. They're free. You know they're out of it. They did it. Give us free. They did it. Um, I'm going to stick with the detonation of Unicron. Um, I did also note that the first transformation of Rodimus and the whole transform and roll out, like he's mm-hmm. given that, that's the leadership line, man. It's true. Uh, so, uh, but between those two things, that's pretty awesome. How awkward is that next conversation with Ultra Magnus going to be? Yeah. So, like, anywho. <laughs> I mean, there's also, there, there is the point where, like, you mentioned that, that, that they, they drive out of the wrong eye, which nobody <laughs> seems to know. Everybody, give us credit for that. Caleb, stop watching. I'm sorry. Oh, you're right. I shouldn't I see. I should have paused it. Yeah. Yeah, you don't know. We're ruining it for you. Yeah, sorry. The next 45 seconds. Yep. Mm-hmm. Now I had a little impression here. <laughs> this is my Ultra Magnus. Autobots, we've all made it. Let's go back to Earth and rebuild. Actually, this is weird, but I'm I'm kind of the leader now. Ultra oh, goodness. this is your play. <laughs> this is your one man show of the exchange of leadership. <sighs> well, you know, I'm your a... was a little too close to your real voice, yeah. <laughs> so I didn't know what was happening. Well, it was different enough for my Ultra Magnus voice. It's true. If I were them, I would just say, yeah, sure, go ahead and go to Earth. And like he just goes, and they all just stay behind. How about this? Ryan, you take over. Autobots, we've all made it. Let's go back to Earth and rebuild. Well, I'm, I'm kind of just the leader now, so, I, so maybe it's my... We're going to stay on Cybertron because Earth's a shithole. <laughs> So man, you could oh you could still be city commander. <laughs> I like it. Yeah, yeah. We should have had Caleb do it because his voice is so different from. It's ours. true. <laughs> that people are just gonna think that it's the same person doing the voice. Next time, the Autobot Decepticast. I'm really milking it, ladies and gentlemen, because we're coming down to the end of it, and it's just like how many more times can I do it? Autobot Decepticast. It's our last proper minute, gentlemen. Um, Cybertronian Wars. <laughs> totally. It's the end of them. <laughs> and so, uh, until next episode, until all are one, guys. And and also, 15 seconds of credits. We need to figure out how we're going to handle that. So worried For the next are. six minutes. It's <laughs> <laughs> yeah, fine. We'll figure it out. It'll be great. <laughs> all right, everybody. First little bit reminder, TFCon USA, October 26th through 28th. Come and touch us. We'll see you in that elevator. That's right. All day long. There's definitely a presence in the elevator. 
That's just we're just gonna set up a table. Yeah. Oh, that would be amazing. <laughs> we got a cat. We'll have a, a cap- backdrop. We'll have a captive audience. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> it's gonna be so uncomfortable for them. We got stickers. I love it. Would you guys like a patch or maybe a poster? They're priced really high. <laughs> <laughs> But we had low They're print quantities. Really we're gonna sit our table by the buttons, so they have to like reach over us to push the floor that they're going <laughs> yeah. to. I mean, we're gonna be unavoidable. <laughs> uh, follow, follow us on our social media: Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram. All of them at apoddcast, and of course, our official web presence at autopoddeceptacast.com. Mm-hmm. If you're an iTunes user, you know we still like to be rated and subscribed to. Yes, That's please, right. five stars, please. Thanks, everybody. Oh, hey, bye, <laughs> bye, bye, bye. What? Oh, bye. Huh, bye. By the way, before we get into this, I have been uh, just like going ape shit on comics. I finally finished <laughs> the British Marvel run, run? Oh, of Jesus. Transformers, um, and then I followed that up with the Generation Two U.S. comics, and then I followed that up with the IDW. There was a series they came out with in the ended a couple years ago. It ran for about a year and a half. That was called regeneration one that picked up from the end of like it pretended generation two didn't exist and mm-hmm. picked up from the end of uh the initial run 81 yeah the end of the initial u.s run yeah and that i read that and now i'm reading some of the other idws although i haven't just jumped into the main reading i've been reading some of the side non-related stories like that one the hearts of steel one that we talked about yeah it's set in the 1800s and it's got fucking Mark Twain and and uh, the who's the steel driving man? Why can't I remember? John Henry. John Henry and uh, and Tesla is in it. Paul, and Paul Bunyan. <laughs> they didn't bring in Paul nice. Bunyan, unfortunately. And Bumblebee's a train. Uh, he is. They're basically all trains. <laughs> <laughs> Seems limiting. Yeah. Well, Shockwave is actually a giant cotton uh, gin, kind of a space or not a spaceship, but a, like a sea ship. He's like a big like, ah. destroyer, but it's very. Steampunky of its time. Um, yeah, there's not a lot of large mechanical the, the printing press vehicles in the old west. Yeah. The uh, I guess you could be a stagecoach. I'm a telegraph. Well, the seekers yeah, do end up turning into sort of Windmills. very like they're no, they turn into well, kind of close like biplanes with yeah, propellers. Yeah, I see Star But they have so they're almost like a mix between sort of the. Uh, Da Vinci design meets it's, Wright Brothers so it's, sort it's of just, look. It's steampunk. Um, yeah, it's and very then, steampunk. And then uh, one of the, Scourge is in it, and he transforms into a giant Zeppelin. Oh, there you go. So oh, that exists. Yeah. Seems fun. But uh, it was a good read, and the art in it is really good. There's an artist that I guess I'd never known about that uh, that is amazing in it, and I'm trying to remember. His name is like Guido Guici, and that sounds like I'm just being... Made uh, up? Or, Hang on, Guido Guici. Trans- I'm sure it's CCI. Don't tell me how to spell. 
Guido Guidi. Oh, I'm just completely wrong. <laughs> but not, not completely. Too, but, yeah, actually, it, uh, but his art style is. Uh, oh, he's Italian. Is very. <laughs> <laughs> so I mean, I like this. Like it's very. He, he's able nice. to do. Oh, yeah. He's able to do these really solid. Like I Pop. think he could do a lot of styles, but this isn't yeah. the style he uses necessarily for. Um, for the. Uh, it looks like yeah, he covers the gamut, but. Um, this, let me put in. Um, there was a cool steel. tweet I saw the other day about talking about how artists are sometimes sensitive about how uh, in some of their stuff, or they feel insecure about how in some of their stuff their styles are so different. Which I definitely have felt that in certain aspects. But then, like the the nice part about it was they said, like, well, I mean, direct film directors can make different kinds of movies. It doesn't mean you can't make something different, right? And you can experiment with style. Yeah, I mean, it's. I mean, sometimes. You have something that works for you, and you go with it. But I feel like his style is a... I think he did some of the work in some of the initial issues, because I can remember what that looked like of the All Hail Megatron. Mm -hmm. And um, I think he did... I like the way he draws people... Uh, I, 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 a lot of the Transformers work, I don't like the way they draw people. It's true. It does seem like if they draw the Transformers in a way I like, I don't like the way they draw organic stuff and right. vice versa. But Which is weird because I'm sure that drawing... I've read that for artists that drew Transformers, it's like one of the hardest things they had. Not only I was would it imagine. A, not only was it a thankless publication because you're basically was being put on something that nobody cared about or yep. thought was going to last very long. Yeah, like like Larry Hama said or Hama said in the uh the Toys that made us if you were on a toy book you I mean you it was garbage. Like mm-hmm. nobody cared. So there was that aspect to it, but then it was just tough to draw those things like all the straight lines and everything were Yeah. Tougher than just drawing people. Absolutely. But it's just funny that as a consequence like as people got good at drawing transformers and specialized in it, their people the people weren't as Sure. Attractive, but at any rate, so we if, if this guy's doing, and then anything, you can split the difference like Andy Wildman, right? Yeah, I know, no kidding. He uh basically turned Transformers into people, yes. <laughs> <laughs> well, he did a lot of the regenerations, he did about half, maybe a little more than half of the book. I want to say that uh, Guido might have done some of them, uh, but his art, they, I love the way that on the regenerations they kind of brought that style back but yet it's still updated a little bit like it's not quite as crazy with the expressions and I all do that. like I, and to be clear I do like it, Wildman's work on it and, right because it's also it is a, just what he did though yeah it is true <laughs> but no but, but Wildman and, and along with we've talked about Jeff Senior definitely are, I think yep. they're my two favorites oh yeah absolutely of Jeff Senior's my favorite um, and, and Jeff Senior it was like it's just a treat to see his yes, work. Like, I'm always like, just, oh, I'm in for it. But anyway, this guy is a, a guy that I just, I don't know, I just really like. And I, he can do this style that, like Caleb was saying, it's very poppy and is a, a great homage to the old to the comic, comic style. Yeah. Um, but still clean, but cleaner, I guess. I don't mm-hmm. know how to say it. it's cleaner. Yeah. But if, okay. Let's right. start this yeah. minute. It's, we gotta uh, go. Time is Here precious. We yeah. We can do this. I believe in this. Here we go. Blow cells, blow cells, where we sell good. 